Welcome to another Legal Talk on E-Radio with myself, Jan, and uh, Han and Han attorneys. Uh, today, we're joined by Marilyn Duplessis of uh, the firm, and uh, we will be discussing very briefly just uh, about local authorities. And, uh, you know, the question I think we'll ask today is, can I challenge the decision of a local authority? Uh, Marilyn, uh, once again, uh, hello, and uh, welcome back to Legal Talk. I hope you're well. Thank you, Eon. Yes, it's always a pleasure. It's going very well here. Um, we shall not complain about the weather. No, no, no. Just uh, wrap up nicely, stay nice and warm, and uh, stay away from the germs. That's all. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, Marilyn, today's topic, we're going to keep it short because it can get long. Uh, but can I challenge the decision of a local authority? You said you want to start with uh, uh, just a quick disclaimer. Yes, sure. So in that question, um, it it would sound like a simple question, but it it kind of delves into a lot of fields of law. And and just to keep everyone's attention, and I mean, you know, we attorneys can get very caught up in our legal jargons and our legal definitions. When we speak about this, I won't be referring to any specific acts, mm. um, but I'll, I'll refer to them loosely so that, you know, we can just give an overall um, overview, I can say, about um, local authority decisions, if that's okay with you. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, Marilyn, a local authority, that would be your municipality. That's right. So, as with um, all of our law, and one of our biggest areas of, con- of, of in looking at this is the Constitution once again. And um, it seems to me every time we speak, we are stemming back to the Constitution. <laughs> but yeah. the crux of the matter is that the Constitution sets up, how I would say, the core functions and um, duties of our government. And how it does so is, is, and we call it a separation of powers. However, there isn't really anything in the act that you will find that, that gives you a clear definition. But the, the short and the long is, in, in order for our government to have checks and balances, the Constitution is broken up um, the functions and the powers into different categories um, of, of authority, if I can say that to you. And it does so by saying, you know, there's three different arms of the separation of powers. It would be the, le- the le- legislative, executive, and judicial. And these three bodies aren't supposed to be regulated in one um, single piece of legislation in order that the that the one can act as a check and a balance to the other. So having said that, a local authority is vested with legislative and executive functions at a provincial level, if I can say that. And that lies then within your municipality. So the constitution has has democrated some powers and functions of a province, and this has gone to the municipality, and that is where your your local authority lies in. And that's something to remember when we now discuss, you know, um, challenging 
a local authority. But um, yes, Ian, is that does that answer your question? Yes, yes, uh, Marilyn. Yeah, thank you. So, so what kind of decisions can we can we challenge in a, a local municipality? Just an example. So that's a very no, that's a very good question, and it um it it it's it, it it actually brings us to the crux of the matter. Um, you know, I believe that that anything is reviewable or can be challenged. It's just how you go about it, right? Mm. So in this kind, in this specific scenario, and like I've explained to you, because there's there's the constitution has separated the functions into three, can I say, categories, and those categories act as check and balances to each other. Um, you would have to consider whether a decision of a local authority is one of the three following. If it's a legislative function, executive function, um, and and in the separation of powers, judicial is a third, but judicial is only regulated by courts. Um, and then we could, so we would break it up with, with three types. It would be your legislative function, your executive function, and then it would be your administrative function. Um, because the constitution has separated them into as checks and balances, um, your procedure in, in what type of decision would differ. So let's say, for instance, if it was a decision based on the legislative or an executive function, um, that would follow a different approach than your administrative. And, and, and when I say that, um, if it is a legislative or executive function, then a person has a wide and vast um, options uh, this would be bringing to uh, you know a specific de decision to court based on legality, um, or the constitution provides that a higher authority such as the the um, provincial can intervene, or over and above that, there's a couple of legislations that deal with with those functions, and in those legislative and procedures, they'll always have a remedy that you can seek to challenge a decision, which will be called your internal remedies. Hmm. Those internal remedies are things such as disputes and um, appeals, etc. And once those mechanisms have been followed and, and it still fails, a party then can approach a court. Mm. Um, the most important thing I would say is that your internal remedies, as I've just explained, would be exhausted. But if those have been exhausted, then you can either approach the court via uh, what we call a PAJA application. It's um, in terms of a promotion of just administrative act. And that is a very specific application, and you can only bring your court proceedings in terms of that act. But that act excludes all decisions that were made under legislative and executive authority. So I would I would filter it down by saying, you know, the test would be to see whether the decision was an executive or legislative mm. or whether it's an administrative decision. If it's an executive and legislative decision, um, you can proceed to court on the basis of legality, which is also con in, enshrined in our constitution. And if not, your your go-to would be um, the PAJA, your, and, and that's where you bring a formal review 
under courts. There is formal rules that regulate that. And, and, um, and in doing so, and in saying that, Paja is a, a whole new conversation for a whole new day. <laughs> Whoa, Paja, it sounds like an Indian curry dish or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's also not to be confused with paya, right? Because oh. when you when you write it down and you read it, it, it looks the same thing. Yes. <laughs> and it's very frustrating speaking to public officials because, you know, they'll one will refer to paya and it's actually paja. As you hear, it's very technical, but yeah. but you'll always the crux of the matter is you will always be able to challenge a decision. Yeah. It will just be about how you want to do it and how much fight you want to master um, into that um, manner mm. in, in getting what you want. Yeah, but I mean, you must really feel strongly about it for it to go that far and to carry on doing it like that. And, you know, it will cost you money and well, a lot of time as well. So you must really feel strongly about it. Well, and that, you know, that brings us back to our electricity um, situations in South Africa, mm. is that, you know, the best type of, of matters that these these um, procedures are good at is, you know, this would be typically where a whole province is affected by, uh, let's say, an electricity tariff or, an, or, or electricity load shedding or generation, etc. This would be the ideal option. Well, that's nice because then you've got a lot of people behind you. But, I mean, imagine taking on a local authority all by yourself. I mean, that's uh, pretty ridiculous. Yes, yes, true. But, I mean, um, that's always why we are here because we yeah. make it a little bit more simpler. Exactly. And and the nice thing about us is that we resolve the problem without going to court 90% of the time. That's nice. So, I like that. So the nice thing is, you know, in the, in the marketing um uh, statement that I'll throw in is that we we resolve problems. We don't we don't our first go to is not to litigate into court. So, you know we've we've already determined you know what the ins or outs are to try and avoid having a matter going to court, but also achieving the desired result. And that's of course at Han and Han Attorneys where you are, Marilyn Duplessis. Thank you so much for that, uh, Marilyn. Thank you, Ian. It was lovely to speaking to you all. Are you or your business in trouble and struggling to find a solution? Call Hahn & Hahn Attorneys as we assist clients in finding solutions. We specialize in consumer and food law, commercial and construction law, forensic investigations and administrative law. Visit hahnlaw.co.za. That's H-A-H-N. We assist clients nationwide. Hahn & Hahn Attorneys. Because we care. Don't miss Legal Talk with Hahn & Hahn Attorneys Wednesday mornings at 10 on E-Radio.